Students at Florida College start their morning with chapel every weekday. Join us now for Daily Chapel from Florida College. Let's have a seat, please. We'll get started. It's good to see, see you here this morning. Leading our worship today, Abraham Mayberry, senior in history, will be the speaker. First, we'll be led in a song by Sullivan Tipton, sophomore in the business program. And Reagan Baird, a junior in the liberal studies program, will lead us in prayer. Let's worship. The song this morning will be, Thank You, Lord. One of my favorite hobbies is sitting down with friends or family and watching a good movie. I can talk a, lot, a long time about which movies are my favorite, but they have to meet a certain criteria sometimes. Sometimes, you know, it's for the emotional experience, like Pixar's Up or Inside Out. But it doesn't just have to be that, because some movies can just be fun and hilarious, like Disney's all-time best movie ever, The Emperor's New Groove. 
Yep, yep. And it could also be a classic movie like Jurassic Park or The Karate Kid, or for its cinematography and story like The Secret Life of Walter Mitty and La La Land. Now, out of all those favorite movies, it might come as a surprise to you that not all of those are award-winning, even though they're all award-winning in my heart. Now, for some of those movies, they had the privilege of being nominated for Oscars and Academy Awards. And back when movie ceremonies were less political, sometimes those award ceremonies were fun to watch. And usually, the most special and most emotional parts of those award ceremonies were the acceptance speeches. Acceptance speeches are usually filled with a long list of thank yous to fellow actresses and actors, directors, parents, and every now and then God. And then watching those acceptance speeches and giving an acceptance speech can be a really humbling experience and an opportunity. So Brad Montague, uh, he created those like kid president videos from like middle school and also wrote a bunch of children's books, has a quote that really impacted me that I wanted to share with you all today. He said that we should all talk like they do in acceptance speeches, full of gratitude and realizing we don't have much time. I want to read that again. We should all talk like they do in acceptance speeches, full of gratitude and realizing we don't have much time. And when I ran across this quote scrolling through Instagram, it really hit me, and I began to think, what if I lived my life as a continual acceptance speech? What if whenever I talked, I remember those two things, to be grateful and to realize I don't have much time? And how much of an impact could that have on myself and those around me if I tried to take on this mindset? And this idea matches with scripture in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, where it says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus for you. So living this life of gratitude and recognition that my time on earth and being around certain people is limited changes the way I live and the way I think. So as we all think about being thankful, I want to talk in this Chapel Talk speech today about thinking what if we lived our lives like a continual acceptance speech? What and who would we mention and how would that look in our lives? And when thinking about this, the first main part of any acceptance speech is the person receiving a gift or award. Now, our reward is not a golden statue or trophy, but it's the gift of life. In Romans 6.23, it reads, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. For Christians, we've all received the greatest gift of all, and that's life through Christ Jesus. And God has shown his immeasurable grace and granted us this life. Life is a gift that we have chosen to accept from God. Psalm 30, which Dr. Saltz talked about earlier this week, brought up this point really well. In verses 4 and 5, it said, Sing praises to the Lord, O you his saints, and give thanks to his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment, but his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry in the night, but joy comes in the morning. So every morning, God has blessed us with another day to live and serve him and spread his blessings to those around us. He gave us this gift of life, so every morning we have the opportunity to be thankful. Ephesians 2, verses 8 through 9 reads, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of your own doing, but it is the gift of God, not a result of work, so that no one may boast, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared before that we should walk in them. God's gift of grace provides us salvation and the, the ability to dwell with him for eternity. 
But just because we've received this gift doesn't mean we just sit back and do nothing. But because of this, we should do good works to serve others, to walk with God, and shine God's light to a dark world. We are given this life on earth now to help bless and serve others and point people to the amazing God that we have. So in our continual acceptance speech, our gift we have received is the life and grace that God has shown us. Now we think the next part of an acceptance speech after receiving that reward or gift, usually the recipient runs down a long list of people that they're thankful for. So we have to be thankful for the people in our lives and our continual acceptance speech. Ever since the beginning in the Garden of Eden, in Genesis 2.18, it tells us that God said, it is not good that man should be alone. We as people need to be around people to form relationships and a community. If we make relationships with the right people, they can bring us closer to God and closer to each other. All throughout the Bible, we see examples of followers of God having people to lean on and grow with. If you think Adam and Eve, Ruth and Naomi, David and Jonathan, Mordecai, Esther, Mary, Elizabeth, Jesus and the disciples, Timothy and Lois and Paul and the church. And from all those examples, we see there's so many different types of relationships. We saw husband, wife, daughter and mother-in-law, best friends, cousins, teacher and students, grandchildren to grandparents, and the church community. And all of those hold different roles, but were important to that spiritual walk for that person. Ephesians 1.16 says, I do not cease to give thanks to you, remembering you in my prayers. Paul is a prime example of someone that lived a life of a continual acceptance speech. If you look through all his epistles, his pages spill over with gratitude for God and the people he's writing to. He made that effort to be thankful, and he strove to do this in every prayer, so we too should pray and be thankful for the relationships that God has given us. So when we're thinking of our thankfulness speech, don't forget to mention the people in your life. I know that for me, I'm thankful for my parents who sacrificed a lot for me in my life to get me to this point and help me to be able to come to Florida College. And I'm thankful for my family for being supportive and there for me when I need them. I'm thankful for my close friends that have been there for me during some of my darkest times and truly listened and would just sit or give a hug when needed. And I'm thankful for my teachers and professors that have helped shape my passions and push me to try my hardest and even reply to all those emails outside of class about extra questions I had. And then I'm thankful for my church family that helps me grow spiritually in my walk. So in our speech, we have to remember the gift and blessings we receive from God and then be thankful for the people in our life that have helped shape us into who we are. And then lastly, in our continual acceptance speech of life, we are to be thankful openly and publicly, always. It's the speech that we're giving to others and we're giving to God. We have to tell others of the blessings that God has given us and the salvation that he offers. And we must make the effort to thank the people in our lives for all that they've done for us. Like Paul, he told God that he was thankful and he told those around him how much they meant to him and that he was thankful for them. So too, we gotta do the same thing. And just like an acceptance speech, we have a limited amount of time to talk. We have to take the time and the opportunities we get to tell others the reasons that we're thankful because we don't have that much time. And since we don't know how much time we have, don't forget to be thankful and tell others that you're thankful for them. Tell God you're thankful for what he's done in your life, both the seen and the unseen.
First Chronicles 16.34 reads, O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Let's pray. Dearly Father, we are thankful for this day, God. We're thankful for another time that we get to assemble as a like body through your Son, that we can worship your name and learn more from your word. We're so thankful, God, for, again, this body that we get to edify one another, not only uh, in chapel, God, but throughout this week, throughout our lives here at Florida College. Help us to show our thankfulness, God, in our actions, our actions towards one another. Help us to show kindness to those um, that may be uh, having a hard day. Help us to always show our thankfulness in how we act towards you, God, how we uh, interact with our family and our, and our co-workers. Help us this week, God, to focus on ways that we can improve in those aspects. We ask all this through your son's name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Daily Chapel from Florida College. Have a blessed day.